Hey guys, welcome back to the Lit Podcast. My name is Esther. I'm your lovely host here with my co-host. And Lit stands for Living in Truth. Hey Chelsea girl. Hey everyone, this is Chelsea. I'm back again. Thanks for joining us once again on another episode. And before we get into our topics, we are going to discuss some things we've been talking about in our circles. So what you've been talking about, Chelsea? Um, <laughs> this might even stir up something it's like nah it won't i think my friend was talking about how it was cheaper she feels like it's cheaper to buy food outside versus buying groceries and cooking and i was it was an argument because it's like that's not true like what what like that's not even makes that doesn't make sense mm-hmm. and how she was trying to break out the cost if you like get uh one meal from chick-fil-a like um breakfast lunch and dinner how that's cheaper versus going to the grocery store and making one meal da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Now i was telling her it could seem cheaper right now but it's actually really bad for your health and mm-hmm, yeah you know because yeah it's it's banded from this um this little thing, this question that somebody asked, mm-hmm. um, this guy was, I guess, he felt some type of way because the girl he was dating, like, she has, like, a habit of buying outside food, like, uh, four times a week she goes out oh to gosh. eat, and it's, like, something she's grown up with, like, that's what oh, her family does, like, that's okay. how they bond, mm-hmm. so he was talking about, like, how does he tell, like, the girl he's dating that he doesn't want that? He doesn't want to do that. Like, that's not what he wants for his life. He doesn't, you know, he has money too. This man, he has a home. He's sing. I mean, you know, he's dating her, but um, he's young. He has his mortgage paid off, but he just doesn't want to be, you know, it's not in his budget to buy food four times a week. Yeah. And how long have yeah. they been together? Um, I don't know. He didn't specify that, but it seems like he's like really wants to be with her, but he's just trying to like come up with how to say and bring that up that he just mm. doesn't like that. That's interesting. Um, I think it's definitely more expensive <laughs> to get food. Yeah, right. buying food outside. Exactly. That's Especially what I'm if you're saying. getting delivered. That delivery fee mm-hmm. and all them other <laughs> fees yeah. included. I hate ordering from like Uber Eats and DoorDash. It's so expensive. Yeah, it's definitely more pricey. Even if it don't, if you think it don't cost you now, in the long run, like it you will said, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Your health, you will not be healthy. You gonna be making some trips. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, for real. It's so much processed food. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh, there's no way unless you shop for groceries at like Trader Joe's <laughs> or them uh, organic stores because some places are expensive. But you, I think Trader Joe's is like it's like a decent for organic groceries. I I think Trader Joe's is more reasonable than Whole Foods in my opinion. Oh <laughs> yeah, there's Whole Foods. I like I'm, Trader yeah. Joe's. Moms. I've never shopped at Moms. Have you? No, mm. I've never been to any of them. I tried Trader Joe's. Do you like it? Yeah, Trader Joe's is good. Okay, that's cool. I'm gonna try that one then. But yeah, I think it just maybe it depends on where she goes mm-hmm. and what is she getting. Is she getting stuff off like the dollar menu? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Full blown meals. Mm-hmm. Stuff be pricey. Yep. How about you? Um, one thing me and my friends talked about recently was the whole Michael Todd situation mm-hmm. <laughs> at Transformation Church when he uh. Bit in his hand, wiped on his brother's face. Um, honestly, I was not as outraged as everyone when I first saw it. Well, I didn't even see it. I, I just saw it because people were commenting. Mm. I'm like, oh my gosh, this man of God. This is not a man of God. Like, who is this? And I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> but I've heard people have controversy with him before. So it didn't really surprise me. Um, and I wasn't really phased because I've 
grown to learn like his his background and he initially wanted to go into entertainment mm -hmm. um and then he became a pastor so i feel like that's really obvious when you watch him like he's such a character yeah um and he does a lot of administrations and demonstrations to represent like what he's talking about so i don't have no problem with him um but when he did that it was very nasty yeah yeah agree <laughs> definitely disgusting but um the first thing i noticed was that it was his brother um so i was like okay he couldn't do that to anyone else <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He could not. And then um, people started saying he's a false prophet and this is how people get so far away mm -hmm. from like the word of God. Um, but how does that have anything to do with prophecy though? Man, somebody, <laughs> for real, like I don't understand. And people realize like, oh, I'm never watching him again. But yeah, I feel like that's, that's silly. Like we put people on these pedestals mm -hmm. and then when they do something wrong or something we don't agree with, all of a sudden uh, you're canceled. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of felt bad for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, nah, it was very nasty. It, really it was. was. But he came, he apologized. He expressed like what he did was wrong. He did, His intentions is not to distract people from right, the word of God. Right. And I don't doubt that God's using him. So. No, nah, for sure. Yeah. I didn't watch that sermon though. But yeah, I didn't. I <laughs> after watching that clip, I was like. Mm. I didn't either. <laughs> he advised people to go watch it, but. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, I would, I still believe God is using him. I definitely thought it was disgusting as well. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I think that's just part of like the stupid mistakes that you know <laughs> you make, and it's just right. A lot of people do like dumb things, so yeah. especially these, a lot of pastors, a lot of these African pastors, you know, some silly stuff <laughs> <laughs> for real, but. People still support them at the end of the day. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, we don't have a right to really judge anybody. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. But all right, moving to our topics for today. <laughs> the first topic yeah. is prosperity gospel. Um, so I was listening to this podcast, and um, this girl was talking about how um she's trying to get away from prosperity messaging and how it's it can be like dangerous. When you're talking to other people and like let's say someone's sick or going through something and um, you're here wishing them well when you really don't know like how their situation is going to turn out and how that can be harmful to people um and i've always thought about that as well but <clears throat> i don't think we should let the uncertainty of life keep us from wishing people well like mm -hmm. or being positive or speaking positively to people in their situations but um, I feel like our world is so sensitive now where it's hard for you to really express how you truly feel about something or what mm -hmm. you want to say. Like sometimes when people aren't okay, people are like, well, don't be so quick to encourage, like just listen and mm -hmm. um, maybe like cry with them or feel with them, which is yeah. okay too. But mm -hmm. also I feel like it's important that we do still encourage each other um, and speak positively even when we don't know because... Just because we don't know what's going to happen doesn't mean we have to, like, hold our time. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. So, but I first wanted to define what prosperity gospel is, for those that don't know or are wondering. Um, and it's the belief that financial blessing and physical physical well-being are always the will of God for you. And that faith, positive speech, and donations to religious causes will increase one's material wealth. So... What do you think about that, Chelsea? Um, with the whole prosperity gospel messaging, I think um, 
it becomes dangerous because it takes the focus off God mm-hmm. and then it kind of puts it on you. Yeah. And then also it becomes dangerous when you tell somebody that their prayers aren't going to be answered because you know, they had a lack of faith. Or mm-hmm. if you tell somebody these are the steps you need, you need to tithe more, you need to <laughs> pay these certain, you need to pray the certain prayers. Right. And then the blessing is going to come to you. If it didn't come, it's because your lack of faith has nothing right. to do with me. Like, no, I think that's when it becomes dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think so too. And it's it's also dangerous because people like people use it to how do I explain this? They use it to create like a, it's like a performance based mechanism. Like mm. if I do this, God is gonna do yes. this. And our like relationship with Him is not, it's not based on our behavior yes. or or what we do right and wrong. Like He's already forgiven us for our sins, mm-hmm. so He's not holding every little thing against us. Um, and this is something I had to come to realize because I I was definitely living in like a performance based relationship with God where mm-hmm. it was like. God, I didn't sin today, so I'm right. good. Like, I'm good. Exactly. <laughs> if you came back today, I'm exactly. Gonna, but tomorrow, let's say I fell, and then I'm like, oh no. Like, if you came back today, I wouldn't be going with you. Like, no, he doesn't. He's not that petty with our sin. Like, he's already forgotten the things that we've done. Um, and we are supposed to be intentional in getting better and walking mm-hmm. towards righteousness, but it's not based on like our performance. It's really our heart's posture. Like, yeah. What is your day to day? routine in terms of submitting to god and what does that look like for you are you intentional on walking towards righteousness um i feel like those are the things that he's looking for yeah i think he looks at your heart that's why it says you know to delight in the lord Mm -hmm. and he will grant you your heart's desires because you know in order to delight when you delight in the lord Mm -hmm. it becomes a thing where it's like you start to burn for the things that make him burn and you start right. to like cry for things that make him cry and it's mm-hmm. and that's when your desires become more aligned with God's will for you. Yeah. So yeah, he I think at the end of the day he I, I believe God's able to give you whatever it is that you desire, but he needs your heart. You know, mm-hmm. that's why you have to seek him first. And everything else will be added on to you, man. <laughs> nah, for real. I think yeah. I think underneath that whole prosperity gospel thing, it it just glory it it the whole idea is to just give God your heart. Yeah. I feel like it's it's a question of do you want to know like who God is mm-hmm. or do you want what's in his hand? Yeah. Like, are you exactly. concerned with what he can give you or, or right. are you just concerned with, right, with him? Right. And um people are led away from the faith through prosperity gospel because mm-hmm. they don't get the things that what they, they wanted. They wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're conf- they're left confused. They're like, oh yeah. my God, I did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Well, why didn't you answer this prayer for me? Like, why didn't you come through for me? Um, right, right. And I think it just depends on what our definition of a good life is versus mm-hmm. what God's definition of a good life is. Right. And to us, a good life looks like having money, um, having good health. Yeah, good health, mm-hmm. being wealthy. Um, Maybe being famous, I don't right. know. Right. <laughs> Finding the man of your dreams or the woman of your dreams. Right. But to God, having a good life means having him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like whether, in rich, whether you're rich yeah, or Yeah, whether you're rich you're or you're poor. Like, healthy, not healthy. Mm-hmm. As long as you got him, you are the richest person on earth. 
Um, and I think we, it doesn't look like that to us, of course, but that's what our mindset should be. Like, mm -hmm. if we have God, we have everything. So even if I didn't have a dime in my account, mm -hmm. I didn't have a car to drive or clothes to wear on my back. Right. I should be content with everything. Yeah. If I had Jesus, I'm sure you, so... Yeah. And it's not easy. Yeah. I don't not. even want to like make it seem like <laughs> it's um because it's not. Especially yeah. when you know like in this life there's people succeeding and exactly. it's like ah, but you know, <laughs> it's sometimes you really gotta that's why I say it's like it's a thing where you really have to just be content with it. Because mm -hmm. you understand, like, you know, this is just now, but like you literally will be God willingly, you're going to go to a place where there is no worry, there isn't no pain, right. there is no crying mm -hmm. or, you know, envy or hate. You don't have to think like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, there's a verse that's like, um, it says something about the, like the dangers of the world, but mm -hmm. like take heart because I've overcome the world. Like mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we should be hopeful because um, nothing we experience here is gonna last eternally <clears throat> and that goes for like the material things the good health and all that as well like we can't take anything with us to heaven um, right so just being content like you said um makes me think of that song by j cole <laughs> Which like, one? no such thing as a life that's better than yours oh i was thinking of gyra really <laughs> <laughs> wow no no that's fine i like that no like, that's like one of my favorite quotes because how to say it again no such thing as a life that's better than yours oh yeah for sure for yeah. sure because you just yeah you know. really don't like because sometimes like the position like you're in could be another position where someone's like if I could only be that, right. those, those could only be my problems. Exactly. Like, exactly. What? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. for sure. And the, like the richest people aren't even the happiest people. No, for sure. That's that's true. Yeah. So, but yeah, why did it make you think of Java? <laughs> um. Oh, cause like I will be content in every. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to sing it, but not sing it. But <laughs> yeah, that that basically. Yeah, that song. Yeah, for sure. That yeah. definitely helped me get through. Um, when I wasn't when I didn't have a job and I didn't know um, like yeah yeah. yeah. Gyra. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to um mention something else because you also sent me that podcast mm -hmm. and she mentioned how um. Preachers now, or I think, um, I don't know if you said this already, but she was talking about how they make their messages a bit more palatable for people mm. to digest when they're suffering, saying that, yeah. you know, there will be a reward at the end. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it kind of seemed like it was like almost saying like it's a bad thing to mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. But no, I don't think it is. I think it is important for people to know that even in their suffering, that there is a reward at yeah. the end. There is yeah. still hope for that. Mm -hmm. Even if um, God doesn't do the thing, like even if he doesn't answer your prayer, like he's still good. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that we have to try to understand. Cause yeah, it's definitely a journey. Yeah. It, it, for sure. It, for sure it is. is. I remember watching, I was on Instagram um, and this lady was giving a testimony about how she after like many years of trying to have a baby mm -hmm. um, she had like a community praying for her and everything and she finally was able to give birth and then everybody was like congratulating her in the comments mm -hmm. but then this one lady was like um like this is nice and all but um 
what happens when um god isn't good and he doesn't answer the prayer like um mm. and i was like dang like how you gonna rain yeah on like wait like that why like, answer the prayer though so what was the point yeah, of the comment i was like wait a minute <laughs> and that really wow. tricked me i was like first of all god is never not good god is always good like just because life on earth may not be well doesn't mean god doesn't change his character like mm -hmm. the circumstances we experience here does not define who god is mm -hmm. um, yeah and then how will we know that God is good if, if bad didn't exist? Exactly. Like, That's true. That's very true. Yeah. So just making sure, I guess, we know um, that our circumstances aren't based on um, God's character. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important. But I do think sometimes messages can be more pal palatable. But I don't think that's a problem. Like, what are you supposed to do when people are sad? Not encourage them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be in this forever. Da, da, da. Yeah. Like, no, no. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, you know what? Um, you just got diagnosed with stage four cancer. Let's be real. Mm. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna encourage somebody, even if you don't know. Yeah, and just go and pray and have faith that maybe God can actually do something. Yeah, yeah. Because He does sometimes, and sometimes He don't. Yeah, I have a verse from Ecclesiastes 714. Mm -hmm. It says, enjoy prosperity while you can. But when hard times strike, realize that both come from God. Remember that nothing is certain in this life. Oh, I like that. Yep. Yep. I feel like that highlights a lot of the stuff we've been saying. Yeah, I really like that. Oh. Do you have any like insights from this? While, like, mm -hmm. just, um, you know, learning about the whole prosperity gospel thing in the mm -hmm. church and, and Christians today. One thing I was going to say is that I think the difference between having faith versus the prosperity gospel is that faith, our faith shouldn't waver when God doesn't do it. Like, mm. if um, his, goodness, his goodness isn't determined by his deeds and we should be more focused on who God is and learning more about his character versus um, what's in his hand and what he, yeah. we can get from him because um, if that if we only focus on what he can give us we're gonna always be disappointed mm -hmm. because we're not gonna get everything yeah um, and so. it may not even happen the way you think it will right because his mind is not like his ways are not um, our ways yeah, exactly. so I reckon like even when we like pray and some pray for something and we feel like God has not done that mm -hmm. it could be that he wants to do something better mm -hmm. or he believes that's not that's just not what he wants to do for you yeah but I or feel like they're doing just it in many, another way yeah he's doing it right exactly um, people always say like God doesn't say no to prayers it's either um, I think it's not yet. Yeah, you're not. Maybe you're not even ready. Yeah, like he, yeah. Maybe he's gonna answer, but it, it ain't the right time. <laughs> no, nah, timing. He really does work in time and yeah. season. Like there have been times I pray things and thank God that I actually didn't get what I prayed for. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I no, I would agree. have mismanaged it. Like I would not have known what. Yeah. To do. Yeah. There. Are, even even the things I've desired. I desired so strong in one season, but when I when I come out of it, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't yes. do that. Like, I am so glad I didn't do that. Exactly. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't experienced experienced anything like OC tragic, like mm -hmm. being 
non-fruitful or um, not non-fruitful, infertile, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like I don't know, major like death in the family, right? Um, but even in those moments, like I want to make sure that my faith isn't um, is strong. Like I'm not gonna be so moved if I do experience loss or if I am facing a child because um, I know that everything works together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his will. Um, there's a verse that's like, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you we face trials of many kinds, mm-hmm. because the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Like, mm-hmm. how do we then gain faith if nothing, if everything's all yeah, good in our life? Like, like, how else do you learn? Yeah, how are you going to learn who God yeah. is when you even give him a chance to prove himself? Yeah. I was, I forgot who was saying this, but someone says like, how can you really cherish the happy moments if you don't have the sad right. moments? Because that's essentially what your happiness comes from. Exactly. So it takes that, those sad, those painful and mm-hmm. just heartbreaking moments for, you know, to change the to be so joyful and great. Yeah, and for you to really so, realize yeah. what God did. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You, like where he brought exactly. you from, what he brought you out of. Like when I realized that, or when I um, when I gave my testimony like about porn mm-hmm. and I was able to look back like over the years about how, I know how I felt in the, in right. the season um, and how I felt afterwards. And like being able to look back and thank God that like, I'm not in that season anymore. Right. Um, like, right. that's not my desires anymore. Just recognizing how powerful God was mm. um, in that situation is what keeps me going now. Like, yeah. just knowing that he took that situation and turned it all the way around. Like, yeah. Yeah. Being able to see his hand in your life. Like, right. Right. Times were really rough. <laughs> it's so cool to look back at, like, oh, you were there and you did care. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's good. That's yeah. good. I actually had another insight concerning um, prosperity gospel, mm-hmm. and it was that um, God is not a respecter of persons, and like He does not show favoritism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not because I think we were talking about how like it's not always the things that you do mm-hmm. um, that, for exchange of that, God's gonna bless you. Mm, but yeah, it's yeah. so much it has more so to deal with your heart than the right. actual things that you're doing exactly and yeah yeah he's not gonna like gonna show you more faith because you have more money that you've been <laughs> like you've been tithing more because this and that means god's gonna bless you mm-hmm. like versus someone it's like what is i'm forgetting the scripture the actual part of the bible but Mm -hmm. it was when uh, the people i guess people were giving money i guess it was tithing but it was a woman who gave her last that god honored more oh um it was a widow i I believe she was a widow yeah in the the bible what was it yeah but the base of the story is just people they had people who had more than enough who were all were giving Mm -hmm. to god um and then there's a woman, there's a widow who gave her last. Mm-hmm. And God honored that more than the people who gave way more right, than she did. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. And that had to do with like her heart's posture mm-hmm. and her faith in that moment, too. Um, and there's many things that like move God in that way. There's like mm-hmm. the story of, is it Sarah or is it Hannah? that couldn't have a baby and her husband had two wives and i just read this um 
I feel like I, I I know what you're talking about, but like I just don't know the names exactly. Yeah, I think so it was like Nina and Hannah or something. Leia. Like Dang, I don't remember the name. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, she didn't have I, a yeah. kid. Um, and then she told God like. Look, if if you give me this child, like I'm gonna give him back to you, and he's gonna serve you. Oh, the story of Elijah. Is it? Was it? Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I feel mean, like I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know if it's Elijah's one. I'm mad because I literally just read this. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it's in First Samuel. Was it Samuel? Oh, is it Samuel? <laughs> the boy that she gave up, the baby that she had with Samuel. Uh, oh. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Man. I didn't do what I was doing. Yeah, it's so cool. You but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he honors those those moments of like humility mm-hmm. and like desperation a whole yeah. lot more than um I guess riches and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. People always talk about how I just wrote a verse down about how God um Jesus said to he was talking to the young rich man that didn't want to give up his possessions mm-hmm. um in Matthew nineteen. Um and he was like Sell all your positions and give money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. But the young man heard this and went away sad because he had many possessions. And then Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you the truth, it's very hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. Mm. And I think it's because, like, once we get money, like, once we get a hold of things, I don't know. It's like we lose touch of reality, like our mindset starts to change um and we don't prioritize yeah god as much mm-hmm. yeah one thing i be, I always try to tell myself like and I even pray about on is that that i will always have this mindset of like no matter like every good and perfect thing that i will ever receive in this life mm-hmm. can only come from god right. has and can and only will mm-hmm. ever come from god not from my doing exactly that yeah having that mindset, mindset that yeah. in my mind and i think that helps something else before and the mind is so powerful and i think that's why people believe i think that's why people that really believe in this prosperity gospel mm-hmm. prosper quote unquote because mm-hmm. if you tell yourself something mm-hmm. it's you can really like our minds are so strong mm-hmm. and powerful that we can really convince ourselves of, of things. Just like people that read horoscopes yeah. or burn sage and I don't know what they do with the crystals. <laughs> Whatever they do. Like yeah. if you really can convince yourself that this thing works, it's gonna work for you. And that's why when you imagine you putting all that energy and faith into mm-hmm. God who is actually unfailing yeah. and can never fail you and will always like mm-hmm. have your back, like that ties into manifestation. Yeah, actually. so we can move towards our <laughs> next topic. <laughs> our second topic. So manifestation. Um, we wanted to highlight like the whole differences between what biblical manifestation looks like as a Christian mm-hmm. and what society and cultural manifestation, you know, says. Mm-hmm. I think it's no, you know, it's no um i don't know if anyone has been looking through i don't know if any people watch youtube or just people in general nowadays you know refer to how um they manifested their life or they manifested um like a million dollars or they manifested the life of their dreams and i think for me when it comes when people say certain things like that I think like mm, that's not true. Like you definitely could have worked 
and applied certain things in your life to get where you want. And that is true. But to manifest, like to actually like have the power to bring whatever was in your mind, your head to life, like. I would like, I I think there's some, I I think to me, I don't think that's true. I don't think any human being has the power to bring whatever their heart's desire Mm -hmm. is to, you know, to fruition. Mm -hmm. So manifestation by definition means bringing something tangible into your life through attraction and belief. Now I do believe in, um, there are ways and that you can speak upon things through faith mm-hmm. and declare things right. um, for okay. them to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so Esther, do you want to talk about some of the, like talk about, talk more so about how you feel like Christian manifestation looks like or biblical <coughs> manifestation looks like? Mm-hmm. Um, I think one way we can do so biblically manifest is like, bring casting all your cares on god Mm -hmm. like if there's something that you want let's say you're looking for a new job or something keep him in the loop like ask him like what direction should i take or ask him like is this the right opportunity Mm -hmm. for me like just include god in all your plans because we may have ideas and we may have plans um and he does give us free will Mm -hmm. but god like orders our steps Mm -hmm. um and there's a bible verse i wrote about that proverbs 16 verse 9 we can make our plans but the lord determines our steps so mm-hmm. just including god in the process um i think is much helpful versus you making a decision on your own um and maybe you didn't consult god and it didn't go well for you or it could have went well for you but maybe he had a better option or something that would have been more um, seamless for mm-hmm. you or you know so just making sure to include him and Literally in all every, your plans every single thing yeah <laughs> yeah that's thing. that's good that's good yeah what do you think um yeah i agree i think manifestation sometimes when at least the way culture thinks of it it takes the focus off we, we i think we mentioned this also for prosperity gospel mm-hmm. it takes the focus off of god and puts it on your own doing that's right. when it could become dangerous yeah now i'm not saying it's not um i do believe um that you should declare a thing and you know as you declare a thing it should be established that's biblical mm-hmm. that you know you should speak out things affirm things yeah um that are that are aligned with the will of god for your life and speak those out and then you know god willingly it will come to pass mm-hmm. but when you start to take the focus off of god and make it seem like it's my doing that right. brings forth everything in my life yeah. that's when i feel like it can become dangerous exactly like the bible says to boast in the Lord. Like everything mm-hmm. that we have is because of him. Literally, we wouldn't even be here if God didn't exist. So to mm-hmm. think that everything you own was by your own doing. Right, right, like, right. What? It, it don't even make sense to right, me. Right. But I mean, to a non-believer, I can see how yeah. if mm-hmm. this is what they were practicing, yeah, like it'll make sense to them. Because like I was saying, um, one of my pastors mentioned that like the law of attraction is real. Like what mm-hmm. you want you can't get if you have the right mindset like we were talking about before mm-hmm. things can't happen for you yeah for That's sure true. but it just imagine how how different it would be if um you had god in the equation as mm-hmm. well like people get these things and they realize like these assets or whatever they're trying to obtain mm-hmm. are not fulfilling and then what do you do like right. all you could have all the money in the world all the 
clothes, cars, designer, I don't know, whatever you want, <laughs> but not be fulfilled. Like that used to happen to me, like where I would always be so focused on the next big thing like, mm-hmm. in terms of success, like school or career. And mm-hmm. I would get there and it wouldn't fulfill me. And I'm like, God, what the heck? What's going on? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> is this not like, it's not like I'm pursuing something bad. Like I'm just trying to further my education or yeah. get a job. But I had to redirect my focus um, and realize yeah. that like, first of all, the most important thing I have is, is God. And yeah. if I'm doing things and making plans without him, I'm not going to be fulfilled. Yeah. It's, there's a verse that, taught, that says, like, the blessings of God maketh rich and add no sorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like, people get things and you hear people that are super duper rich committing suicide or mm-hmm. offering them. St- like, it's <laughs> life is not about the things we can obtain like god doesn't care anything about about it. what we can obtain yeah man. at all he doesn't care about nothing the the bible says um it says like <laughs> we came to this world with nothing and we're leaving you're with nothing. nothing yeah so same as jesus yeah to esteem ourselves and what we own and our assets and our money it doesn't it's absolutely sense. worthless it literally doesn't make sense yeah but i mean yeah i agree with that but I know for me personally, I do aspire to have like success, well, like wealth and like earthly things, whether, I mean, whether it's money or. Mm-hmm. Right. We want um, to live well, for sure. Yeah. Or things I could be able to pass down to my children. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I would ever be to exalt those things as more than um, to God himself. Right. If that like, if there's nothing, if like. I give you nothing in this world. Like, that's one thing my mom always, my mom or my parents always tell me in general. Like, mm-hmm. if I give you nothing in this world, if I don't <laughs> give you money or whatever, mm-hmm. like, just know, like, I, you know, I gave you God and that you should stick with that. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's beautiful. Yeah. There was a verse you were, we were talking about, about, I think you said it was in Mark. It was like, as a man thinketh. In his heart, so in, is he. Yeah, yeah, so is he. And I think that kind of defines biblical manif- like what it means more so mm-hmm. when we talk about that. Because manifestation for me and my, I, I thought of it more so as a power that God has mm-hmm. rather than a power that we possess. Right. Now, I think there's things like that kind of are similar to manifestation mm-hmm. that like, as the way you think and the things you affirm, the things you declare and how I feel like, I don't know, would you, would you say that's manifestation though? Like when we talk about like, as a man thinketh or just affirming stuff or declaring things, would hmm. you say that is manifestation I think or it's manifesting? A, it's a, a form of it, but I would say it's more so like having faith that, hmm. Um, what God's like what the word says is true because it took it took me a while to believe that everything I read was true um because I didn't I don't know at first I had to affirm myself (laughs) and realize Mm -hmm. like I don't know like it took me a while because I did not love myself so Mm -hmm. it took me a while to understand how God loved me and what that meant like okay God you love me but what does that actually mean Mm -hmm. and then reading promises in the word like um What's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, 
Um, I know the plans I have for you. Right. Um, plans to prosper and plans of hope and a future. Mm-hmm. But I would read stuff like that. I'm like, okay, God, but what does that mean? Like, mm. how, how do I actually yeah. apply that? And I had to work on my faith and understand that, okay, um, it's not just because the Bible says this, this will happen for me, but if I don't believe it, how am I going to, yeah, um, right, how is that going right. to come to So, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I tend to look, especially with that Jeremiah 29 mm-hmm. one, <laughs> I tend to look at that sometimes and not really even understand the depth of it because right. it's such a, to me, it's become almost like a cliche verse yes. where it's like, and I don't want to ever like, okay, <laughs> okay. You no. know, it's like, For I don't real. know. But yeah, yeah, I don't know even know if that's even a good thing because I don't think we should ever become complacent yeah. or not understand the depth of the word exactly, of God. Exactly, exactly. But I don't know. I, I guess the way it's been preached to me become a thing like, okay, like, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> right? And Get I don't ever want to feel that way about Yeah, I never want to feel that way. Like, I always want to feel like, okay, yes, this is true. Yeah. This is going to happen for me. But yeah, I think faith goes a long way in terms of manifesting like spiritually just believing that what god says in his mm-hmm. word is true and he does want these good things for you um and in due time you'll get them like there's so many people who went through things in the bible like job who literally mm, lost everything yes david who had enemies like for <laughs> days like people was trying to take this man's life and mm-hmm. he was in the wilderness literally suffering for days on end years on end months on end i was reading psalm i think it's 77 and he was talking about how um, he felt like God had left him and he was like, dang, God, like that. I didn't know like the last prayer I prayed to you would be the last time we communicated. Mm-hmm. Like he really was down bad. And then he remembered, um, what God had done for him in the past. And he was like, no, like you're still a good God. Like you brought me out of this. You brought me out of that. Um, and I think that's important when we can look back in those moments, even when things aren't going the way that we want or the way that we would hope. Being able to look back at who God was in your life yesterday mm-hmm. and affirming yourself like, no, God, like I know who you are. <laughs> and even if you're not working in this moment, um, you're still true. Like you're still sovereign. You're still worthy of praise mm-hmm. because you're still good. Like, yeah. So that's that's what I think. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Did you have I think that's all the insights I have as far as like manifestation. How about you? Um, yeah, I think, like you said, just making sure we focus on God and not ourselves and understanding that everything we have is because of him. Yep. Yep. Like nothing we have is in our own doing. Um, he does give us free will to Mm -hmm. decide like things for ourselves. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I feel like that's the center of it. But uh, people that don't believe and God, that's going to be hard for them to understand. Yeah. I don't know. And that's some, somebody said something one time. It was like Christians um, react to the world as if everyone is a Christian. Mm. Like, we get so riled up when people <laughs> do crazy things. Mm. But it's like, they don't live by no set. Yeah, morals yeah, and yeah. Like They're we, paralyzed. So, right. What do we expect? Like, are we expecting mm. everyone to live according to the word that they don't even know what to say? So... Yeah. yeah just understanding that too like everybody doesn't believe in god and yeah yeah um doing your due diligence and trying to preach to people but also yeah don't be so surprised or yeah. don't get so frustrated yeah like, like especially like, bothering you that yeah it should and, mm-hmm, go ahead 
I was gonna say like that's what it means to be dead. Like you don't feel right. anything, so right. it doesn't bother me <laughs> to do what I do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So don't get so frustrated on that, because I mean that's the way. This is my life. Mm-hmm. What? Like <laughs> that's what it means to be dead. Yeah. And I guess the thing is we don't know who who God has deemed as dead versus mm-hmm. <laughs> people that still have an opportunity to be. Preach to and to yeah preach, yeah um, yeah know the gospel so we should always like I guess use opportunities to evangelize. Um. I always say for me, and I don't know what people's take on this for me because I mean I've never like actually gone out and like oh like, <laughs> follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. I always like in my head. I always think the best way to like bring people to Christ is just by the way you walk the way Mm. you talk the way you act the way you are you know the things that come to you Mm. because like just by the way you are sometimes it could just be like that light shines through and people will just wonder like what is it about you like you know and this like you could be in a place where you can you might receive some type of blessings and just rewards and that people think, how is that even possible? Mm-hmm. Like, wait, you haven't even been like, wait, how did how did you even get to where you are in your life? Yeah. Like, you know, and those are the things that really strike out and people will look at you like, wait, I want to know how you did it. You know, because mm-hmm. people, one thing about um, our generation, people always want to know how you got to where you are yeah. or what is your story, mm-hmm. you know, when you've come to a place of success People always want to know how you got there. Yeah, that's true. And I believe when you make that known through whatever you do, make that known Mm -hmm. that it would draw people to God. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because some people say, like, your life is the only Bible people Mm -hmm. read. Right. People are going to see you first before they see God. So (laughs) you telling me about this Bible thing, but it's like okay like i get that but it's like what about you why they want to see it they want to see it and christians are known for being big hypocrites Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so yeah what you do on your day-to-day matters Mm -hmm. the way you talk to people the way you treat people the way you treat strangers Mm -hmm. the way you treat people when you're angry at them or when (laughs) when you're sad like all of that matters and it goes into um souls that you could be winning as well um, even your friends, friends that you have that may not be um, yeah. Christians. Like, mm-hmm. What do you do with them? Do you engage in <laughs> sinful things with them too? Right, right, right. Um, and then they're like, oh, see, this is yeah, like, right. I'm so not coming is, This is like, what's the difference between me <laughs> right, and you? They got, so right. I'm fine where I'm at. They I don't need to surrender nothing. Whole time. So yeah, like just making sure that in every, yeah, every yeah. aspect of life, whether you're at work or school or walking down the street, on the bus, like people can see that character of Christ. Right, you really you. walk in the walk and yeah. talking the talk, and on social media too, because people are shady on there. And what do you mean? <laughs> like how so? Like people are shady towards towards other people. Like oh, oh, like, okay, okay, okay. Oh, that's the- they're talking about like posting or like pictures. Oh and no, stuff. no, no, no. Well, <laughs> yeah, posting too. Like being yeah, honest, um, not that's being, an interesting one. We might have to be in a whole nother. <laughs> uh, talking about modesty. <laughs> no, yeah, that's all enough. Understand one, <laughs> but yeah, just representing yourself well everywhere. Honestly, yeah, everywhere you go, not just at church, but all the yeah, other days of the week yeah. too. So, that's good. Yeah. Uh,
So is that a wrap? I think so. Okay. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys for joining us again. Happy New Year. Oh yes. Yes. I wow. Happy New Year. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're in a new year, so that means more topics more yes no one be sending um, topics send us some topics um anything y'all would like to or ask. questions yeah or if you disagree with anything we said yeah we can talk about that too <laughs> so or dilemmas Ooh. yeah i like that <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good that sounds good yeah all right guys see you on our next episode all right bye everyone have a great week bye